You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. This episode of Talkin' Pets is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at audiblepodcast.com forward slash Talkin' Pets. T-A-L-K-I-N-P-E-T-S. Over 75,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. I am Seth Peterson. Hi, I'm Debbie Hedren. I'm Rhonda Schwartz. I'm Doris Roberts. This is Jesslyn Gilson. Hello, I'm Victor Webb. Hi, this is Charlotte Ross. Hi, this is Ed Begley Jr. What's up, you guys? This is AJ from the Backstreet Boys. Hi, this is Shannon Elizabeth, and you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. And you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. With John Patch. John Patch. You're listening to Talkin' Pets with John Patch. Hello, America, and welcome to Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. Join John and his expert guests with all of your pet questions, concerns, comments, and stories. Now it's time for Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. And welcome to Talkin' Pets, heard coast-to-coast on your favorite radio station. This is Talkin' Pets, and I'm John Patch. When you call in, you'll speak with Joe, and he'll put you on the air with us. At 866-606-TALK, 866-606-8255. We have a special guest joining us is our friend of Talking Pets. You all know him across the world, basically. His name is Mr. Bob Barker. He's going to be joining us in a minute or so to talk about what's new in Bob's world. So stay tuned. If you've got a question for Bob, pick up the phone and give us a call. 866-606-TALK, 866-606-8255. Once again, I'm John Patch. Dr. O. And Amanda Page. And sitting in with us also, 866-606-8255. Pick up the phone. This is Talkin' Pets. Not surprised, not everything lasts. I've broken my heart so many times I stopped keeping track. Talk myself in, I talk myself out. I get all worked up, then I let myself down. I tried so very hard not to lose it. I came up with a million excuses. I thought I thought of every possibility. Make me work so we can work to work it out And I promise you get that I'll get so much more than I get I just haven't met you yet And once again you're listening to Talkin' Pets, I'm John Patch Dr. O and Amanda Page Pick up the phone, give us a call at 866-606-TALK, 866-606-8255. You are listening to Talking Pets, and we want to talk with you. We've got a very special guest joining us, a friend of the program, Mr. Bob Barker. Hey, Bob, how you doing? Do we have Bob? Hello, Bob. Well, maybe we do have Bob. No, I'm, I'm here. I how hear are you. you? How are you? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? Uh, doing wonderful. You know, that voice, just as soon as you spoke, it was like right away, that's Bob. Well, at first you didn't hear it, apparently. <laughs> no, no. Appar- I don't know where you were in phone zone land somewhere or something. You know how live radio is. I do indeed. Yeah. Hey, I want to introduce you to uh, Dr. O and her husband, Jeff, here, and then also uh, Amanda, our producer. Hi there. Hi. Howdy, folks. You got a full house here, as well as America. Great. Glad to hear it. 
I want to, you know, what's going on in your world, actually? Um, I, you know, you, you're still involved with a lot of different things, and especially in the animal world. But, you know, you were the uh, host of The Price is Right for, what, 35 years, right, Bob? I hosted Price is Right 35 years. That's right. So do you miss it? I miss the money. <laughs> <laughs> I love the honesty. <laughs> I, 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 uh, I look back on it with... Uh, uh, great, great uh, pleasure and fondness, but uh, I would not want to be doing it now. I think I quit at just the right time. Really? I'm a complete success at retirement. You know, it's amazing because, I mean, as I told you before, you know, we've known each other for a while now, and I told you before, I grew up watching you on The Price is Right, <laughs> and I'm already in my late 40s, but the thing is is that I love that program. I well, mean, I, I loved it as well, and America loved it. It was a phenomenal, uh, phenomenal success. It really was. I remember when Mark Goodson, who created it and produced it, wanted me to do the show. It, it, he was bringing it back. You know, there was a Price is Right, and then it was off for eight years, and then they came back with the new Price is Right, they called it for the first year or so. And Mark wanted me to host it, and he said, I'd like to show you what we have in mind. And he showed me all of the changes and the new games and the things like this, and he said, what do you think? I said, I think it'll work. And Mark said, I do too, Bob. I think we'll get a long run out of this. But even Mark, as brilliant as he was, I'm sure didn't have 35 years, and now 37 years in mind. But it, uh, it hangs in there, and uh, people do love it. Well, i got to tell you, you know, it, it's, it's a great game show, you know, but it's just not the same without you. And a story for you is that a year and a half ago, last January, I had open heart surgery. And I was in the hospital. For, there were complications. So I was in the hospital for two weeks. And the whole time I was in there, and this is on you know Tampa time here where I live, at 11 o'clock in the morning on CBS, basically, uh, Price is Right was on. Sure. And, of course, I would watch it. And you weren't on there. You know, Drew was running it at that time. Right. And I, I'm just, personally speaking, I'm not a big fan of Drew as I am of you. You, you I think nobody can take your place, to be honest. Well, with you. I, uh, I tell you, it's uh, very rewarding to be missed. It really is. You are. You're, you're absolutely missed. There's no doubt about that. And to prove it was the nurse came into my room, and she knew that I do, you know, I do a talk show, and I said, yeah, I've met Bob in L.A., he's been on the show several times, great guy, you know, praised you to the heavens. And then all of a sudden, she says, well, you know what, I just went through all of my rooms in the hospital. Every room had the prices right on. And when they talked about it, I'm not kidding on this story, every patient in the room said they miss Bob. Oh, that's... <laughs> I tell you, you've uh, made my day. That's wonderful. I I love it. I uh, uh, Drew does the show differently, which he should. Mm -hmm. He asked me if I had any advice for him, and I said, "Be yourself." I said, "It's it's your show," and that's what Ralph Edwards, bless him, he said to me when uh, he hired me to do Truth or Consequences. I did that for eighteen years, you know, and uh, he said, and he himself had done it before he did uh, This Is Your Life. And uh, he said, Bob, it's your show now. He said, don't uh, imitate me. He said, you go out there and do it your way. And I did. And that's what any host should do. And uh, Drew does. I, I tried to make the show as exciting as possible. I really made an effort to, to build excitement and maintain it for the hour. And Drew plays it pretty straight. Uh, although he's a comedian, mm -hmm. he plays it pretty straight. He, he plays the games. 
And the games, fortunately, are good enough to uh, have kept the audience for two years, and Drew is starting his third year as we speak. He's taping now, and the shows will be seen in September. Well, I'll tell you, that was one moment in my time, in my life, that I'll never forget was the day that I was there with you and watching, actually, the show and see how you do it. And you take the breaks, and and I I don't know if you remember or not how you beat me up about drunken aliens, basically, during one of the breaks (laughs) in in front of the whole audience, and I was like, you know... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it was fun, and it was great. It was actually a great time being there. Well, once I was introduced, I stayed on. I didn't uh, go and sit down or something during commercials or if there right. were stop-downs of any kind. I stayed out there and kept the audience up because I didn't want to have to go back on the air and bring them all back up uh, again. And once you get them up, if you can just hold them for the hour, why, well, you can have a lot of fun and have a lot of success. You know, that was the amazing part, too, because I went to see David Letterman the one day with, you know, uh, with Amanda, my producer here, and uh, Bobby and all, and we went to see David Letterman, and we, we sat there watching him, and just like you said that during the breaks, you did keep, you always interacted with the audience, whereas Letterman would sit down, he'd look at papers, he would do his own thing. And so, but it was nice to see, actually, a host like yourself, you know, participate with the people that were there in the audience during the break time. Well, thank you. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, it, it really... Uh was fun for me uh, during the breaks as well as doing the show. And I do miss it. I mean, by that, I, I uh, look back on uh, the whole experience with uh, great joy. I really have to. Mm-hmm. I tell you, that show was a hit from day one. It was a big show in the United States, and it was a big show in Canada, and it was a top-rated show for 35 years. And uh, we had... A wonderful group of people on the show, and people loved the show. The audiences were warm and friendly and fun to work with. Uh, I, I consider myself blessed to have had, well, 50 years on television doing shows that I thoroughly enjoyed and being paid for it. I really do. No, it's nice when you can actually, you know, like for me doing the pet show and the animal show, it's, it's nice to be able to do something that's your passion in life. Absolutely. So, and uh, that's what I'm doing a lot of now. I'm doing a lot of animal work now. I yeah, always I, did, but I'm I, doing even more now. I definitely want to get into a couple of things with you about that, of course. But um, I also want to say, too, my nephew, my nephew Ryan and his girlfriend Abby are down here visiting me in Tampa. And we went to the grocery store the other day. True story. We walk, we're walking out. We're in the aisle. We're talking about you, that you're coming on the show Saturday and stuff. And, and all of a sudden, we walk past this machine, and Ryan's like, look, there's a Price is Right lottery ticket machine. <laughs> So I said, you know, Bob's coming on Saturday. Let's take a chance. I said, you you get that one there on the left, and I'll get the one on the right. So all of a sudden, we we buy the tickets. They were $5 a piece, and we thought, you know, we'll play the prices right. And so we get home. We get to my house, and he starts rubbing his ticket. He won 50 bucks. He did. That's great. <laughs> I won five. I assume I, get, I assume I get 10%. There you go. <laughs> Well, I want to ask you before, we're going to go into a little break, but before we do, I want to get into the animal issues with you, but I wanted to ask you, who came up with the idea, because I always say it at the end of my show, and you kind of sparked that as well, of course, but who came up with ending your show with spay and neuter? That was my own idea. I, uh, I became aware of the fact that animal overpopulation is one of our most tragic problems, and um, I... Uh, became convinced that uh, we can never adopt our way out of it. There, it's impossible. The only answer is spay-neuter, and the obvious answer is spay-neuter. 
So uh, one day after the show, I, I, at the end of the show, I said, help control the pet population, have your, your pets spayed or neutered. And no one complained. So uh, I started doing it a couple of times a week, three, three times a week, and I just gradually worked into it. I did it five times a week, every show, and uh, neither uh, Fremantle, who owned the show and, and still owned the show, or CBS ever complained. Cool. I tell you why. I think that it is a uh, it is not at all controversial. If I tried to say something about vivisection or right. uh, the uh, cruelty in uh, uh, circuses or rodeos, well, then I think I would have had a problem. But uh, uh, spay neuter is so obviously the only real answer to the uh, overpopulation problem that uh, anyone and everyone who knows anything about the problem uh, accepts it and uh, thanks me for it. No, everybody does. Hold on, Bob. we got to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to continue on with Bob Barker. If you've got a question, give us a call, 866-606-8255. Talking Pets. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Hey, boy, how you doing? <coughs> what am I doing? <coughs> I'm creating your own life book. It's a website that's just for you. Remember that picture I took of you pulling off Lisa's bathing suit? <laughs> yeah, I know. Me too. I'm putting that awesome picture on your Lifebook page. We'll see what comments we get. And that great video we took of you standing on the table with your head inside the turkey? That's definitely going on there. No, it's easy. It only took me two minutes to set up your page. I chose a great theme, and I can connect with millions of other pet parents. I can also create a memorial Lifebook. No, not for Grandma, but we can make one for Fluffy, remember her? And we can even put links to our favorite pet charity. And friends can make donations. People can create their own life book for their pets by going to PetLifeRadio.LivingYearsPets.com or they can sign up on the Pet Life Radio homepage. <coughs> Where's Lisa? She's outside by the pool. Hey, come back here! <coughs> create your own life book for your pet. PetLifeRadio.LivingYearsPets.com Attention passengers, please fasten your seatbelts, put your seatbacks and sleeping pets in their full upright position, and prepare for takeoff. PetLife Radio presents Travel Tales, the show where you'll get great travel ideas on perfect places for you and your pet. From Paris to paradise, south of the border to the South Seas, Travel Tales will give you cool tips on fun vacation destinations to travel with your pet, pet-friendly hotels, and advice on how to travel safely and happily with your furry best friends. So, get ready to pack the bags and the bones with your Travel Tales hosts, Susan Sims and Nicholas Veslowski, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. I've got the world on a string. I'm sitting on a rainbow. Got that string around my finger. Oh, what a world, oh, what a life. I'm in love. I got a song that I sing 
And once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. Dr. O. And Amanda Page. And we're speaking with the uh, none other than so famous Mr. Bob Barker. Hey, Bob, somebody wants to say hi. and uh, Hey, Bob, thanks for the 55 bucks. <laughs> That's my nephew, Bob. He uh, He's thanking you for the uh, money that he oh, won the on the prices. Oh, the money that he won. Yeah. <laughs> Did you tell him that I'm asking for 10%? No, he knows now. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to share, Ryan? Yeah, with Bob, I'll, I'll share. Sure, you're yeah, gonna, you got to send him ten percent. So you're in school now. You're graduating college. So that would be about what? Well, if he's just getting out of college, I'm going to let him keep it all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be Bob. a teacher. Is he? Yeah. Going to teach history, right? Yeah, history. Great. You know, I had only one history course all the time I was in college, and since I got out of uh, of uh, college, I've probably read more on uh, more histories than any other any other book. Uh, history is fascinating, and the deeper you get into it, the more you want to read it, I think. Yeah, it's, oh, it's awesome. That's why I picked are it. You, are you going to American history or what? It's kind of whatever history. I'll be, um, I'll be certified in social studies, so I could teach, you know, any kinds of history. What, what grades? Um, seventh through twelfth. That's great. It's going to have the tough ones. <laughs> well, uh, uh, the, uh, you'll have some, too, though, that uh, will be... Uh, uh, a genuine, uh, uh, genuinely interesting to work with. Well, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually going to do his student teaching when he goes back now after the summer. My mother was a teacher. Oh, really? Yeah. My my mother was uh, pre-med in college, and then she went ahead and taught biology. And, uh, and my father died, and I was only uh, six years old. And she had me to raise in the oh. Great Depression. He died in 1929 of all the years to die. And... Uh, she went. Uh, she had been te- a teacher before she married him. She went back up to South Dakota where she uh, had taught, and she taught in the high school there in a little town called Mission. And she became the principal, and uh, then she uh, became. Uh, she went into politics. She became a, the county superintendent of schools, Todd County. And while she was there, she wrote a history of South Dakota called My, uh, Our State, and uh, it was used in the sixth grade in South Dakota so long that when I had contestants on the Miss USA pageant, I had Miss South Dakota tell me that she'd, that they'd studied my, my mother's book. Wow. <laughs> it's amazing, actually, you know, just a lifetime, what you actually go through in a lifetime. I didn't know that your dad passed away when you were six, and my, my sympathy goes to you for that, of course, and it had to be very difficult for your mom. Well, she had a tough time because she had a six-year-old kid in the, in the Great Depression, and we, we, he died in Missouri, and she wanted to stay in Missouri and uh, couldn't get a job uh, teaching. And uh, one, one principal, she said, uh, told her that she had a wonderful resume and that she, he knew she was a fine teacher, but he had to give the job to a man who had a family. And she said, I have a family, but that didn't make any difference. But she managed to get his job back up there in South Dakota, and we never regretted it. We had a, I had a wonderful time. I grew up in a little town, uh, 200 people, well. no telephones, no electric light, no sewage system. We called it the Paris of the Prairie. I would like to see 99.9% of civilization deal with that these days. Because <laughs> they would go crazy. No television, that's a cinch. And the radio was in its infancy. 
Yeah. But I'll tell you what, it sure got you interested in reading. Those long winter days when we couldn't even go to school, well, they had a little library there in one of the churches, and I think I wrote every, read every boy's book in the in the uh, library. And you cover a lot of these stories and stuff in Priceless Memories, right? Which Priceless is your book. Memories, my book, yeah. That, that's I your did. book that's out now, like in bookstores and all, they can get it on there. Well, if they can't get it in bookstores, they can still get it uh, on Amazon.com. Cool. All right, Bob, hold on. We're going to take a little break, and we come back. I want to ask you about the Sea Shepherd Conservation Society. Okay. So we're going to come back and talk a little bit about that. Bob has a ship named after him called the Bob Barker. We're going to find out what that's all about when we come back. If you've got a question for Bob Barker, give us a call, 866-606-TALK, 866-606-8255. Don't forget, you can see us live streaming right now on the Internet. Just go to our website, talkinpets.com, T-A-L-K-I-N, Pets.com. You can click on watch and you can watch us right now. You can chat with us on there as well. That's talkinpets.com. No G in the talking, by the way. 866 606 talk 866 606 Don't forget, pick up a copy of Bob's book, Priceless Memories. You can find it in bookstores. You can find it on Amazon.com. I'm John Patch. Dr. O. Amanda Page. And this is Talkin' Pets. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. Hey, love to read, but just never seem to have enough time to sit in one place long enough? For all of us on-the-go people, Audible has the answer. Best-selling audiobooks for your iPod or MP3 player. For Pet Life Radio listeners, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 14-day trial to give you a chance to check out their service. Choose from hundreds of today's bestsellers, including awesome pet books, such as Bad Dogs Have More Fun by Marley and Me author John Grogan, Love That Cat by Ingrid Newkirk, It's Okay to Miss the Bed on the First Jump, and Other Life Lessons I Learned from Dogs by Seinfeld's John O'Hurley, and many, many more. To download your free audiobook today, go to audiblepodcast.com forward slash Pets. T-A-L-K-I-N-P-E-T-S. Again, that's audiblepodcast.com forward slash Talkin' Pets for your free audiobook. When you're looking to add a pet into your life, consider adopting a homeless animal from your local shelter or rescue group. Whether you want a kitten, puppy, or a more mature pet, a purebred or a -a one-of-a-kind mixed breed, even a rabbit or hamster... Your shelter has the best selection of animals anywhere, all screened for good health and behavior. PetLifeRadio.com presents Take Me Home with your host, Susan Daffron. Join us each week as we showcase wonderful pets, tell stories, and even throw some pet education into the mix. So get ready to find out why the pet adoption option can be a great way to add a furry companion into your life. Take Me Home every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. With this hour's Talking Pets news from the USA Today, here's your host, John Patch. 
Out of Chatham, Massachusetts, town officials are closing any beaches, but are advising beachgoers to stay close to shore and not swim near any seals following additional sightings of great white sharks. A fisherman working under contract for the state was able to attach a satellite tag to a 12 to 14 foot shark off South Beach. A spotter plane pilot also saw three or four other sharks. Dr. O? Out of Lansing, Michigan, state officials said a viral brain disease can, uh, that can kill humans has been confirmed in three horses. Mosquitoes can spread eastern equine encephalitis to horses and humans, and authorities said people should use repellent or stay out of areas with heavy mosquito infestations. Out of Cedar Rapids, Iowa, the uh, city council gave the final okay for residents to raise up to six hens on their property. The ordinance says chickens must be in a fenced area at least 10 feet from property lines and 25 feet from any adjacent home, church, school, or business. Out of West Palm Beach, Florida, the Department of Corrections has increased the number of dogs it uses to search prisons for contraband from 8 to 20 in the past year. The team's efforts have resulted in drug-related charges against 106 people. The agency has recovered nearly uh, 7,000 grams of marijuana, 728 grams of cocaine, 337 cell phones and accessories and 49 firearms. Out of St. Petersburg, Florida, Pinellas County alligator trapper Charles Carpenter received permission from the State Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission to shoot a 10-foot alligator that eluded him for two years. The gator hides in places that makes trapping dangerous. And out of Salt Lake City, Utah, a federal judge has ordered the U.S. Department of the Interior to reevaluate the rejections of plans for a nuclear waste repository on a Native American reservation in the desert. U.S. District Judge David Ebel said the government abused its discretion. The Skull Valley Band of Goshute Indians and a group of utilities claimed politicians pressed for the rejection. And out of Anchorage, Alaska, the Alaska Zoo is babysitting a brown bear cub until state officials determine what facility outside the state will take it. The zoo worker said the cub arrived this week after it was rescued from the King Cove area. The 50-pound cub's sibling was killed by a male bear and its mother ran off, possibly injured by the same bear. Once again, you're listening to Talkin' Pets. I'm John Patch. Dr. O. And Amanda Page. We welcome your calls and questions at 866-606-TALK. That's 866-606-8255. Will this heart of mine has been hardened like a stone It might take some time To get back on what is gone But I'm moving on And you don't hold my dreams Like you did before Oh, and I will curse your name And once again, you're listening to Talkin' Pets. I'm John Patch. Dr. O. And Amanda Page. And Jeff. And once again, this is Talkin' Pets. Pick up the phone, give us a call. 866-606-TALK. 
That's 866-606-8255. That's the number to call if you've got a question. We're speaking with Bob Barker. Bob, I want to ask you about the uh, Sea Shepherd Conservation Society. Um, you donated rec- recently, I believe, what, $5 million? Yes, I did. Now, that goes towards, uh, there's a ship that's named after you. Can you let America know, for people who aren't familiar with the Sea Shepherd uh, Conservation Society, what they're doing? Well, uh, the Sea Shepherd Conservation Society was established uh, in 1977. It's uh, about 33 years old. And uh, they do everything possible without breaking the law or uh, injuring anyone to save the uh, sea life of all types. And um, I was helping them in... uh, uh, this most recent campaign in the Arctic, uh, where uh, they were trying to protect whales from the Japanese whaling fleet. And uh, this whole operation, this campaign, was called Waltzing Matilda. We were talking about my mother earlier. Her name was Matilda. I said it was meant to be when I joined them for the Waltzing Matilda. But um, they, what they're trying to do is to sink the Japanese whaling fleet, economically. They're trying to disrupt their attempt to take these whales to the extent that they can't make money. And I'm happy to report that they are succeeding, and this past year they succeeded to a better, for a better score than ever before. And uh, not only did they not make money, they lost money. In fact, the whaling fleet is now being uh, subsidized by the Japanese government. Now, the International Convention for the Regulation of Whaling, it's composed of 59 nations, have uh, outlawed uh, uh, whaling. But the Japanese ignore it by uh, claiming that they're doing research, which they are not. Uh, The Norwegians do it to a certain extent. There's some Indians in Iceland who do it to a certain extent. But otherwise, there is no whaling, or has not been, although there's the danger now that there may be again. And uh, I decided to do what I could to help. I have a friend who, uh, her name is Nancy Burnett, and she's uh, uh, an uh, avid animal rights activist and probably as knowledgeable as anybody I've ever met. But uh, she'd told me about Sea Shepherd for years. And this year they were really, they had a, they were, they had a ship that was so old, she said, uh, Barker, why don't you try to help them out? So I met with Paul Watson, mm-hmm. and um, I was quite impressed with him and uh, his ideas. And he said uh, he needed a new ship in uh, the worst way, and I've forgotten whether whether it was a million or two million for the ship itself. But uh, he went on and talked. He said, if I just had $5 million, I think I could really put them out of business. And I said, well... I'm going to give you $5 million. Let's get it on. And he did. Sounds good. They had the best year they've ever had. Well, Bob, hold on. We're going to take a little break, but that's awesome. We're going to find out a little bit more. I want to find out and let America know about DJNT, which is actually named after, uh, in memory of his wife, Dorothy Joe, and, of course, Tilly, Matilda, his mom. We're going to find out about DJNT when we come back, and also about what's going on with the rescued bears at those local sideshows in North Carolina. Once again, you're listening to Talkin' Pets. I'm John Patch. Dr. O. And Amanda Page. And Jeff. And this is Talkin' Pets, 866-606-8255. Talk and Pets. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. 
things, human. What planet am I on? Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in Paparazzi, Candid Pictures of You and Your Pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No, to my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. Thinking about buying a monkey? How about a ferret or a skunk? Then check out the show that will answer the burning questions, where do you get them? What do you feed them? How do you take care of them? And most of all, what were you thinking? With exotic pet expert and author Bob Tart, every week on demand from PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Johnny, tell him what he's won. Five million dollars for his Sea Shepherd ships. <laughs> <laughs> you had a question, a comment for uh, for Bob, right, Doctor O? That's correct, uh, Bob. I just wanted to ask you if uh, the um, statistics reflect uh, an increasing numbers uh, of the whale population in general because of all these good efforts. Well, uh, it. Uh uh, the efforts of the uh, of Sea Shepherd has certainly uh, resulted in uh, fewer whales being lost. Right. Um, they, uh, the Japanese claim this is research, but uh, the whale meat actually ends up on the supermarket shelves in uh, in Japan and uh, in restaurants in in Japan in sushi and uh, other cuisines and. Uh, it's estimated that uh, a mink whale, M-I-N-K-E, whale, can uh, be profitable to the tune of $250,000, and a fin or a humpback can be as much as a million. Wow. So they're trying to take as many as they possibly can, and Sea Shepherd is holding the number down as much as possible, and as I said earlier, uh, they hope to bankrupt the whaling fleet. You know, so. Bob, the last time you were on the air with us, you were talking. You went to North Carolina, and you were doing something with a lot of the bears that were being utilized we're there for shows. That. You are still working on it? Yes, and I'm glad you mentioned that, because the Floridian uh, plays a very important part in that. Um, that whole mess down there in um, the Cherokee Bears, it's on the Cherokee Reservation near... Uh, um, what city helped me with it? Is it Asheville, maybe? Yeah, Asheville, yeah, Asheville. Uh, Bill Young, a congressman for 50 years, 
from down there in Florida, and I'm not sure where his district is. It may be near St. Petersburg. Some of your listeners may know of him. He uh, is a splendid congressman and uh, a real friend of the animals. His wife, Beverly, and uh, a couple of the other members of the family were coming home and they were driving, coming back up to Washington. Actually, home is in Florida, but they were coming back to Washington, and they stopped and saw these these bears, and they were horrified. Uh, they have three little places there. I don't know what they, they call them zoos, but they're hardly zoos. They're just uh, they're uh, like roadside roadside show type things. They have three of them. In two of them, the bears are kept in pits, cement pits, with absolutely no way to get out of the sun or out of the rain. They uh, they have uh, uh, food thrown down to them by tourists, and no, no telling what kind of food did they throw in there. Uh, it, it's not a good diet. The bears are all thin and pitiful looking. In two of the, of the, that's the way they're living in two of those roadside shows. In the third, they're in tiny cages. So when uh, Beverly uh, Young saw this, she called me, and she said, well, is there anything you can do, Bob? Well, here I am in California. And I thought, well, I'll call uh, uh, Peter and uh, Ingrid uh, Newkirk at Peter. Mm-hmm. So I called, and Ingrid said they knew about this. They'd had all kinds of complaints about, complaints about these bears, and they were kind of, they were working on it then. And they said, if you'd be willing to go down there for a press conference, we'll have a press conference and let the country know about it. I said, let's do it. So I went down there, and Beverly Young, uh, Congressman Young's wife, came down for the press conference, and uh, we got uh, uh, Ed Stewart from Paul's Sanctuary here in uh, California to come down, and we made quite an impression, got a lot of publicity, and uh, it's still going on, and now uh, we have, we're finally getting some real interest from the uh, Department of Agriculture. They had one inspector, you know, they, they have to, they protect animals of this type, supposedly. Mm-hmm. And they have this inspector who's been going down there every year for years. Now, I think it's a woman. Now, she has fined them on occasion, uh, a few thousand dollars. I mean, I think the total is about 35,000. But, she hasn't closed them down. They ought to be closed down, and the bears should be taken out of there. And that's what we're still working on. And now we're working through the Department of Agriculture, and uh, hope. And, and uh, Congressman Young wrote another letter and uh, to the to the uh, Department of Agriculture. So hopefully we'll get something done. Well, if there's anything you need us to do here on the show, I mean, we're more than happy to put anything out on the air for you and, and hopefully get the support well, of America, thank you. Just, too. Just let people know that on the Cherokee Reservation, down there, and, they, and I understand these roadside shows are not even operated by Indians, <laughs> uh, Native Americans. I grew up on an Indian reservation in South Dakota, so there are still Indians to be. I'm part <laughs> Sioux, incidentally, myself. But... Um, um, let them let 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 folks know in any way you can that they should avoid those those uh, bear pits. Don't spend your money to go and watch some poor bear suffering. Uh, just drive right on by, and maybe we can put them out of business. 
Well, before we take another little break, um, and then we'll, we'll come back, and I'll, um, basically, I wanted to find out about DJ and T. Can you let okay. people know across the country what DJ and T is? Well, it's a, a foundation that uh, I finance. We don't ask for uh, uh, contributions. Um, it, uh, it, as you said earlier, it's named in memory of my wife Dorothy Joe and my mother Matilda, who's uh, everyone called Tilly. Uh, DJ and T Foundation subsidizes spay neuters all over the United States through local uh, organizations. We have a lot of them in Florida, I might add. And uh, we do two types of grants. One is a clinic grant. We buy equipment for clinics. We buy, we've even bought uh, uh, mobile, mobile units uh, to do spay neuters. But we buy cages. We buy uh, instruments for operating and so on uh, for clinics. And in the, then we have a SNAP grant, which is a spay-neuter assistance program grant, and that, uh, through vouchers, we help people who have difficulty in paying for the spay or neuter of their dogs. We help them. Uh, if they can't pay anything, we, we pay the whole cost. If they can pay part of it, that's fine. They pay part, and we pay part. But uh, it has spread all over the United States. Some uh, started in 1994, some organizations have had uh, as many as, I think, probably 10 grants. And uh, because you don't have just one grant, you can keep a voucher program going. Bob, hold on for a second. We've got to take a little break. We'll come right back. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. It's time for school for you and your friends, your furry best friends. Train your dog the fun and easy way with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Teacher's Pet host Pia Silvani teaches you step-by-step how to train your dog the fun and easy way. You get eight 30-minute live audio training sessions, complete transcripts of each session, plus a basic training manual to get you and your dog off to a great start. Training begins the moment you bring your dog home. Teacher's Pet Sessions offers positive reinforcement training to shape your dog's behavior and encourages upbeat, enthusiastic responses to ensure that your dog will enjoy learning. Teacher's Pet Sessions dog training is fun at both ends of the leash. So listen, learn, and laugh with your dog with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Get your copy of Teacher's Pet Sessions Volume 1 today. To order, go to teacherspetsessions.com. Hi, this is Pia Salvani, your host. Bring your dog, tug toy, and treats, and get ready to have some fun. Teacherspetsessions.com. Pet Life Radio presents Paranormal Pets, where you can always expect the unexpected. Each week we'll discuss all aspects of weird or spiritual animal encounters, ghosts, totems, psychic animals, animal souls, animal angels, and animals in religion, with a little cryptozoology thrown in. Step into the supernatural world of pets with your paranormal pet's ghostly host, Dusty Rainbolt, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. PetLifeRadio.com The summer wind came blowing in from across the sea 
lingered there Touch your hair and walk with me All summer long we sang a song Then we strolled that golden sand Two sweethearts and the summer wind and once again, you're listening to Talkin' Pets. I'm John Patch. Dr. O. And Amanda Page. And Jeff O. And you are listening to Talkin' Pets. We're speaking with Bob Barker, and we're going to end this hour. We're going to say, uh, Bob, I want to, you know, first of all, always a great pleasure. And please, any time that you have anything going on in the animal world or whatever, you know, let us know. I'd love to have you on the show. Fine, and, fine. Know, thanks so much for all the information and everything that you do. I mean, not only in the animal world, but also in the military world as well, because I know you've donated, like, millions to, like, you know, um, Fallen Heroes. The Trafford Fallen Heroes Fund. So, I mean, that's just, it's absolutely amazing. And with the DJ&T, if somebody Googles that, they can find out, you know, you have a website and everything, right? Uh, yes, uh, DJ, DJTFoundation.com. DJTFoundation.com. And, and that can, tells the whole story. You may have some people hearing... The show today who uh, want, would like to have grants because uh, uh, they uh, are available and uh, all they have to do is check the website and the whole story is right there. Send us an application and we may be able to help you out. Dr. When I say people, I don't mean individuals. I mean organizations. Dr. O shaking her head over here. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's going to get a letter in the mail, is she? Yeah. <laughs> we'll get one she's, out tonight. She's so writing yeah. it now. <laughs> <laughs> Bob, always a great pleasure. I love you so much. And, you know, thanks for all those years. You know, uh, for me, like I said, growing up watching your show, such, such a great pleasure and an honor to know you and, uh, and be able to call you a friend. And thanks again for coming onto the program, like always. And, if there's anything, like I said, that you ever want to put out on the air, please let us know because I'd love to do that. Well, you are a friend for, of mine, John, and you are a true friend of animals, and all of us who love animals appreciate that. Thanks so much, Bob. Thank, Thank you, you, and Bob. goodbye. Thank you, Bob. Goodbye. You. Bye-bye. Take care, Bob. Bye-bye. That's Mr. Bob Barker, great man, and uh, like I said, everything that we talked about, um, just, you know, he donated $5 million to the Sea Shepherd Conservation Society, and the ship is called the Bob Barker, and to help them out there, of course, uh, he's trying to to end those um, local sideshows, you know, for bears and any kind of animals, actually, that are kept in those small cages in bad conditions, and of course, you know, he's got the DJ and T Foundation named after his mom, and um, in memory of his wife as well. Um, and that is djtfoundation.com. And if you want to find out more information about that, of course, please do. There's so much that he's doing. And like I said, you know, he's he also provided financial support for the number of other projects. Um, $3 million to the Intrepid Fallen um, Heroes Fund towards the construction of a $60 million treatment center for traumatic brain injuries suffered by military personnel. And much, much more. The list goes on. You can find out a lot more about Bob, of course, too, if you want to purchase his book. I have it myself. It's a great book. Go check it out. It's called Priceless Memories. You can find it in bookstores. And like he said, you can find it on Amazon.com. Thanks for joining us in this hour of Talking Pets. And don't forget, as Bob always says, spay and neuter your pets. Absolutely. And help control the pet population. From myself, John Patch. Dr. O. Amanda Page. And Jeff O. Special thanks to Joe there at Business Talk and Lifestyle Talk Radio. And um, a great pleasure once again to speak with such a great man, Mr. Bob Barker. And we say goodbye for this hour. Thanks for joining us. Talk to you again very soon. Same pet time, same pet channel. Talking Pets. Bye for now. Bye-bye. Let's Talk Pets. Every week on demand. 
only on PetLifeRadio.com.